And what happens to vendors, oil companies and thousands of employees who are owed payments and salaries by the defunct airline? These are the questions I'll be exploring today. From the Economic Times, I'm Strudhijit and this is The Morning Brief. Today we are joined by ET's aviation reporters Mihir Mishra and Anirban Chaudhary who have tracked Jet's journey over a long time and have also broken many important stories along the way including the identity of the winning consortium. Mihir and Anirban thank you so much for joining us today. Anirban let me come to you first. We know the committee of creditors have accepted a winning bid. What does that mean for creditors, the airline and the winning consortium? Thanks Rujit for having me here. Uh, so as you rightly said yes the committee of creditors uh, have decided and have chosen a revival plan uh, from a consortium for the revival of jet airways this is actually the first concrete step to a 16 month long resolution process that has been dragging on in mm-hmm. nclt which is where jet was uh, dragged by its lenders after it stopped operating in april 2019 so who are the committee of creditors they are the banks which have lent to jet uh, this is led by sbi which is a quarter of exposure of the loans to jet uh, followed by yes bank idbi mm-hmm. syndicate bank and some others they are the ones who have the biggest uh, financial stake in jet's revival and they are the ones who've been um, looking at the the revival plans or the resolution plans that have that have been submitted in the court could you mention the total outstanding debt of jet and and what is owed to financial institutions sure yes so the total amount that has been actually admitted by the resolution professional amounts to 15526 crore the total amount of debt applied for uh, was 40000 crore of that a lot has been rejected the 15000 odd crore is the amount that has finally been admitted of that banks have exposure to 7460 crore other creditors about 6742 crore and the employees who have not been paid their salaries jet owes them about 1200 crore so that's the kind of money that we are talking about so let me talk about the winning consortium a bit uh, one of the entities is kalrock capital which uh, describes itself as a london based financial advisory and asset management firm with a focus on real estate venture capital and what it calls special situations which i'm guessing uh, refers to stressed assets like right. uh, jet airways the other individual is uh, murari lal jalan who's a uae based businessman who started in india actually he started with a paper trading business in fact his main business which is called agio paper industries is a bsc listed company uh, where he is the majority shareholder he uh, went on to uh, the real estate business and diversified to other geographies uh, like central asia uae uzbekistan he floated a company called mj developers with jalan 2 there is no uh, proof of there is no documented evidence that 
he has any experience in handling aviation businesses. The other interesting investment of uh, Jalan is in uh, the super specialty hospital uh, Medanta, in which his group company Agio Limited has uh, has some stake. So uh, th- this is the consortium that's 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 won the bid. Um, what does it mean for Jet Airways? This is just a first step to its possible resurrection. Uh, a lot has happened since Jet stopped operating uh, in uh, April 2019 because of a cash crunch and, and the debt burden. We are hearing that it is more a plan that has been sort of desperately agreed to by, by lenders because uh, that was probably the only option. We have seen, like I said, 16 months of the insolvency process where a lot of corporates threw their hats in the ring, but uh, they stopped short of submitting a concrete proposal. Those included Anil Agarwal. Uh, they also included Synergy Corporation, which is a South American conglomerate which operates the Brazilian uh, airline uh, Evianca. There were others too. There was a consortium of uh, Haryana-based flight simulation technique center, uh, a Mumbai-based charter operator and Abu Dhabi's Imperial Capital Investments. That consortium and Kalrog Jalan were the ones which were shortlisted finally. And uh, Kalrog Jalan is is, is the consortium that won. What sources tell us is that for uh, the lenders, it may mean a haircut of uh, close to 90%, which is the best they will get. Apart from that, they will be offered uh, close to a 9% equity in Jet Airways uh, as an upside. The, the consortium also plans to invest about rupees 1,000 crore in Jet Airways over the next five years. And they will also invest in new planes, etc. So that's what we know about the resolution plan that has been approved. Great, great. Uh, sounds like a very steep haircut that needs to be taken by the, uh, the financial creditors. Let me come to you now, Mihir. Could you take us through Jet's history? It flew for 26 years. It was India's oldest surviving airline when it got grounded. I mean, it's the oldest surviving private airline when it got grounded um, in 2019. Could you tell us how did things go so wrong for Jet Airways and for its former promoters? Thanks for having me here. So if you look at Jet's history, it started flying in 1992. If you look at their history, they have grown only when they had very less competition in the market. Like uh, in the initial years, till 2004-05, they had competition really only from Air India, which all of us know is a government airline. And they did not really have any any strong competition. The competition started only when Kingfisher entered the market and then uh, subsequently Indigo entered the market. As Jet had competition from these private carriers, it started faltering. So they had a good run till 2004-05. And then it started faltering on, um, you know, services because there were, of course, uh, airlines offering better services then. So post that competition, they started faltering on a lot of things. Their financials were not looking good. Mm-hmm. Then they went. Then they went ahead in 2013 and raised money from uh, Etihad. So they sold a 24% stake uh, to to Etihad in the airline, which is when they survived for another four, five years, six years before it it folded in April April 2019. So Jet's growth has only been uh, due to less competition or virtually no competition from a national carrier. Mm. As it faced competition, it started faltering on services and, and of course, financials. I wanted to talk a little bit about the shift towards no-frills, low-cost airlines uh, that we saw in Indian aviation. And Jet was left standing uh, with their much higher cost business model, right? I mean, the newer airlines embrace the low cost approach would you say that is one of the things that 
uh, went against it and inability to switch to and change its capital and operating structures and costs towards a low cost model precisely what what i meant when i said that post post indigo it tried to you know enter into low cost model through various ways but they were a legacy carrier so their costs were really high it was very difficult for them to compete with an airline like indigo which was a fairly new airline with very low cost of operations plus they ran an efficient operations so that all frankly led to the bad financial position of jet airways and uh, when they were really in a bad financial position in 2013 they got an investor in etihad which ensured that they survived for uh, 6 more years but then eventually their business model needed a lot of rework and a lot of reform to actually compete in a market which was primarily moving into a low cost business so when etihad's investment started drying up in 2018 again they started losing money and uh, so, so when things were good for airlines they announced a tw- up to 24 pay cut for employees and then the the famous town hall where the uh, ceo of the airline said that we have only money to run for two more months right that of course all these stories were reported exclusively by et right so you broke that story about the town hall and that created a lot of i mean it was a sensational story i think that's when the 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 full extent of the problem was known to the outside world right yes and which is when uh, markets started reacting and realizing to the fact that jet is not in the best of its financial position right. post that naresh goel himself and uh, various other investors in the airline tried various ways to uh, get in money even banks got involved lately but it was very difficult because banks would have wanted to invest money into the airline but post the kingfisher fiasco they were not very comfortable of investing any more money into an airline which was not in the best financial position yeah. that actually created a lot of, lot of problems for uh, jet airways had kingfisher not happened they might have got some funds from the uh, banks and they might have uh, revived who knows but but since banks were uh, wary after the whole kingfisher fiasco they were not ready to lend uh, money into the airline and the airline had to fold up in april 2019 Anirban so jet has been unoperational since 2019 so what really is left of the airline and and what what will its new owners be getting yeah that's right it stopped operating in april uh, 2019 and not a lot is left of jet which is why a lot of us and industry watchers had had actually given up on any kind of revival and this came as a surprise so um, when jet stopped operating precisely on april 17th 2019 um it had 120 aircraft in its fleet and an employee strength of 16000 people now it's left with uh, 12 aircraft and there are 3300 employees left on its rolls that the flying license and of course the jet airways brand uh, for whatever it's worth is all that uh, the new investors have of jet the investors would actually have been left with a lot less because jet had almost lost all its aircraft all the leased aircraft were taken back by the lessors some of them were leased out to other airlines including actually uh, spicejet which is a rival carrier so what jet is left with right now is all owned aircraft okay. that has also happened because the lenders while the insolvency process was on the lenders lent a little more to jet and that money was used to uh, take back some of the aircraft from the lessors so that has uh, given it 12 aircraft now for example one of the aircraft is still with uh, the shifal airport authorities um, in amsterdam because uh, airport dues are pending one of them is on a wet lease with air serbia the wet lease contract ends in december so it will come back so it's a total of 
six triple seven aircraft, which is all wide body meant for international operations, three A three thirties and three seven three sevens. So the the point of mentioning this is what Jet is left with is primarily long haul aircraft, which is meant for international operations. So the investors, unless they have, uh, I mean, the investors obviously have to start from domestic. So the entire flight plan and the aircraft plan also will have to be overhauled. Maybe some aircraft will have to be sold and new ones brought in so that some domestic operations can be resumed. Uh, the employees are on the rolls, but there's a lot of uh, salary dues to them. So that has to be cleared for them to come back to work. Uh, most importantly, Jet lost almost all its flight slots to other airlines. So when it was unoperational, the government of India, the Ministry of Civil Aviation, reallocated all its flight slots, that's the arrival and departure slots, to rival carriers, including SpiceJet and Indigo and Go Air, etc. This is a very sought after, right? Because the right flight slots can make all the difference to your commercial viability as well, right? Because you want to be arriving in Mumbai during a prime sort of slot or, you know, in Delhi at a certain time, etc., right? Absolutely. That is actually key. And that is the first step to the new investors, the new potential. I'll, I'll still call them potential investors because the NCLT hasn't given its approval yet. No. So, so this is the first step that the investors need to take. They need to and they plan to reapply for those slots to the Ministry of Civil Aviation. Interestingly, the ministry has been repeatedly saying that these slots have been reallocated on a temporary basis because JET is not operating. If and when JET starts operating or resumes its operations again, the slots will come back to it. But it remains to be seen how complicated or simple that will be. So it's a very long process ahead. Right. And and just as a matter of policy, the slots are not tied to an aviation license, is it? I mean, these are the slots are um, separately allocated from time to time. That's correct. Got it. Yeah, that's correct. But but there is a slight bit of complexity in that. The IATA rules say that if an airline is undergoing an insolvency process like JET is, then it has the right to get back its slots. It's not the right of the other carrier just because it has been reallocated to them on a temporary basis. So JET, because it's going undergoing bankruptcy process, has complete right to get its slots back. But remains to be seen how simple or how long that will take. Yeah, so that's the international norm, but there is nothing that's binding on the Indian authorities that, um, you know, that they have to follow that, right? No. Uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. All those reallocations are conditional. Okay. So the condition is, and, and that is written in the uh, allocation. So since the alloc- reallocations are conditional, right. airlines will have to return uh, slots to the government, which will then allocate it back to Jet Airways. But that, again, as Anirban said, will be a little more complicated than this because airlines, of course, will resist uh, the whole process of returning slots. Right. Um, okay, Mihir, now let me come to you. Jet's revival is happening at one of the most turbulent times for the aviation industry globally, right? Can you tell us more about the, the macro operating environment for airlines in India today? And how uphill a task is it going to be for the new jet management? So it is going to be a very difficult one because, you know, the, the situation as far as aviation and airline is, is really bad. Airlines are not able to fill planes. They are not operating with full capacity. They are still operating only 60% of pre-COVID flight capacity. So this is really a difficult time, not just for airlines in India, but airlines globally because of the whole COVID situation. Right. So Jet Airways coming back to operation in itself will be a very, uh, you know, very difficult process. I, I don't know how easy will it be for the airline to restart their flights. It will be a difficult one. The most difficult one would be filling those planes because there are not enough passengers. Right. So if the future airline management 
would definitely would want to wait for at least a 12 to 18 month to restart the airline because you know it will take at least 12 to 18 months for the capacity to come back and then they, of course there will be problem of slots like jet airways had very premium slots at bombay airport which was till pre covid times the most congested airport in the country yeah. in terms of premium slots peak hour slots now getting those slots back from airlines who are operating flights on it will be a difficult task for them so getting slots back will be another uh, another huge problem that the airline will face and then the other problem would be of you know actually getting people back because a lot of good people that jet airways had right. had left the airline and gone back to other airlines right. and if if you if you uh, talk to them you know they are not very hopeful of the airline restarting because uh, even even for an airline to actually have 3300 people jet would not be able to uh, restart operations as big they will they will start with initially 3 or 4 or 5 they will, they will have to start with five aircraft operations and they'll have to gradually build up over a period of time which will be very difficult in the current situation so the restart of jet airways is going to be a really difficult task much more than the than the past 18 months that jet airways had to face i think right right very well put actually anirban can you tell us what this means for jet's employees you said there are 3000 odd employees still on the company's rolls have they been getting salaries all these months or will they now be uh, once the resolution plan goes through will they receive their full dues uh, so yeah this is certainly a ray of hope uh, for the uh, 3000 odd employees who are still on jet's rolls uh, the problem is uh, employees feature in the list of creditors but they are uh, in the priority list they are pretty down i mean they, they they come after the secured lenders and the the unsecured creditors the suppliers the vendors which would include oil companies and lessors and other airlines etc uh, the employees come at the bottom of the list so to speak or thereabouts so uh, whether they get their full salary immediately i mean they they won't get their full dues for sure they won't get their full areas but whether they start getting salaries whether all of them get a part of their areas all that Uh, would be part of the revival plan that has been submitted by the consortium which is not yet clear to us right. but it is definitely a ray of hope because uh, added to jet's crisis and jet's shutdown has been the covid-19 pandemic which has uh, completely battered the aviation industry and with it jobs so so those who have been left in the lurch so to speak at jet airways have not been many of most of them actually have not been able to find jobs in the aviation industry Uh, and they are they have stuck on in jet just in the hope that you know it will be revived and they will get their salary back at least they will start to work again so so some of them for example the technicians and the the engineers it it, it might be good news for sure because um as soon as jet starts operating even if it's one flight couple of flights 10 flights 20 flights those engineers will be will be brought in there will be pilots who who will come back to the fold the question of areas is something it's not at all clear yet because it's not clear from the revival plan either only time will tell but it's definitely a good first step and what about the airline in its heydays had about 16000 odd employees and now it's down to 3000 odd that are still on the rolls so the people who left or, or lost their jobs etc are they also holding out hope that some amount of money will come to them are they also owed money by the airline Oh yes, definitely. So many of them uh, have hopes. Uh, you know, the pilots that we've spoken to, or technicians, or engineers, or cabin crew. There, there are dues. Uh, there are investment dues, and there are, uh, you know, EMIs, etc. That they have to pay. And and the new jobs they've got. Most of them have 
had to take a pay cut, especially cabin crew and pilots, because Jet used to be, at least on paper, it used to be a good paymaster until it, it stopped paying. So many of them have had to take pay cuts. They're not as well off as they used to be. So uh, definitely they would be hoping that some of them, most of them, you know, get at least a chunk or at least a percentage of the areas. But like I said, it's very unclear as to who will get what and how the employees will fare in terms of areas. Right. Um, Anirban and Mehir, that was a very useful explanation of all the issues involved. Very interesting conversation. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. That was Anirban Chaudhary and Mihir Mishra, ET's aviation reporters based in Mumbai and Delhi, respectively. They outlined for us a picture of possibilities even amidst the wreckage of a massive loan write-off and potentially unpaid vendors and employees. That's it from us today. I'm Strudijit from The Economic Times. This episode was edited by Rachita Prasad and coordinated by Anjali Venugopalan. The Morning Brief appears Tuesdays, Thursdays and Fridays. You can write to us with feedback on themorningbrief at timesgroup.com. Thanks for listening and I hope you have a nice day ahead. Avaaz.com